Welcome back to Fargo Watch Party. I'm J.D. Farrell. And I'm Stephen Merriweather. Fargo Watch Party is brought to you by the Modern Podcast Network. Season finale! Woo! Woo Woo-woo! Best season yet. Mike Milligan is dead. No. Mike Milligan, you and I know... You and I know, but he's going to learn how to become himself in a new environment. That's what I'm saying. You're discrediting. Of he's, he, he's, a, he's a smart guy. I'm sure he'll figure it out. But his, 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 the Mike Milligan that we have learned to appreciate in this, in this season is, is dead. Well, yeah. Look at, oh, I guess Malvo didn't change much. But I'm saying if Malvo took a corporate position, the Mal- Malvo would never do that because he's Malvo. I know. But, I mean... I honestly thought Mike Milligan was going to kill the guy. I thought he was kind of getting pissed off that this was going to be his decision. He was just going to kill him. Milligan was expecting a king's ransom. He was expecting a parade. But the thing is... is He even said so much. He was expecting a parade. He wanted to be declared king of the north. My question and to he was, you... And he was told to sit, to sit at a desk. My question to you about Mike Milliken and throughout this whole thing is, would you rather have a corporate job in Kansas City or be the king of North Dakota? But again, it, it's, it's all dependent on who the person is. If I'm Mike Milligan, what we know about Mike Milligan, he'd rather being, be the king of North Dakota. That's what he wants. I just think he was thinking short-sighted. He didn't see, he didn't think he was going to get this type of a promotion. I think it... It's, it's not a promotion. You think it's not? He's pushing papers in an office. He has health he, insurance. He's being, he's, being forced, he's being forced into a life that he doesn't want. He's being forced into a life that his bosses are putting him in. So another thing. Why? You think you think Mike Milligan. So it's not a promotion, the guy, then why are oh, they hold even on. hold on. Okay. You think Mike Milligan, the guy who they sent to kill they sent someone to kill him and he just like came out of the room pop 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 dead wants health insurance and a four oh one K? You think you think Mike Milligan, the guy who said, I am king and what do what do kings do? What does sovereignty mean? It means that you show kindness, you have absolute power, and you can show kindness and cruelty. And I've already showed kindness. And so I'm going to kill you. And I'm going to go home to a parade. You think, you think that guy? That's fucked up. They killed up my man from you Buffalo. Think, you think that guy wants a 401k and health insurance? R.I.P. No. But no. I just thought. Kings, kings don't want 401ks. Are you they kidding? want a rule. I'm a king. They want a rule. And I want a 401k and health insurance. Clearly, clearly you're not then. Obviously, people, you haven't people, met me. People, people, at, people at the bottom want health insurance and 401k. Kings. No, people at the bottom just want to be Kings don't fed. want 401ks. Kings don't want 401ks. Really? They don't want to have the best hospital in Washington, D.C.? What's that hospital called? Kings don't want the fucking best. Look at... Prince Harry and fucking the Queen. They get the best shit in the world. Are you not the Kings want the best shit? And and, and the best shit to you is a four hundred one K. I'm not No. Oh. They they want to rule the land. Okay. They do, don't care about four oh one K. Do you want me to be a grunt man and just be out here 
constantly killing people running from the cops. No. Put me in an office, baby. Give me a view. That's what kings want. They want to be at the top. Oh, so so kings want an, an office so they can push papers around. But I'm saying clearly, he's close clearly to, that's that's not that's not the life Mike Milligan wanted. He's closer to getting to the top now than he was just being a grunt man in North Dakota. No, he okay. But he's never getting to the top. There is no top. It's always management. Management this, management that. You don't get into management. Management is there, and then you work for management. So he had two options. Do you sit in Kansas City and push papers to try to figure out how to, you know, reorient the mailroom to save management a million dollars? Or are you by yourself in North Dakota with a whole bunch of people under you running the show? But I'm saying, which do you think he's I making think, more I think, money? I think. Okay, but, but again, okay. So if 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 money was the issue, if 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 all he if all people wanted was money, then your analogy to the president makes no sense because the president makes no money. Oh, they make a power. few hundred thousand a year, and then everything else is free. Okay, Bezos makes that every second. So let's just like uh, put he that makes aside. like twelve hundred every twenty seconds or something like that. They said. Okay, so every day, every week, every hour, like, so that it's not about money; it's about power. He he wanted to be king. He he said, "Do you know the definition of sovereignty? It has nothing to do I with get wealth. It. It's power." He loses, and a now lot he's of power. powerless. Now he is powerless. But hey, look. A lot of and he yes power is higher on his you know uh, level but a lot of people want security and I feel like not only does he have job security financial security and then he has a thing called let's just he just has life security because people aren't trying to kill him okay so the employer that literally sent a hitman to kill him you're now saying provides him job and life security. I'm How assuming, does that make sense? I'm assuming. How that does that make sense? Because they have high hope. They want to move them up the ladder. It's no, them. no, no. That th- they're clearly. Uh, if you're not performing today, we're going to kill you. And so, why don't you go in North Dakota, build your army, and so if they come for you, you can fight back. Build the next Gerhardt family. Now he's pushing papers. Quite literally pushing papers. But the thing is, is I don't think any of those this is, guys this are former. Do you think those guys are former definitely hitmen? Definitely a demotion. Do you think everyone definitely in the office demotion. are former hitmen? No, none of them are former hitmen, which is why a hitman's never going to become one of them. So do you think they're going to secretly kill him? when he's- No, he's going to push papers for the next five decades. So if he That's gets mad, do. why doesn't he just kill them all? He is a former hitman. He just kill them all. Well, who's going to – that's what he did to the guy that tried to kill him. That's what he did to the hey, Gerhardt family. Not gonna, you're not going to kill – they clearly employ thousands of hitmen. But they are bottom feeders. The hitman – what hitmen are going to come after him? He could just – if he learns the business little by little – They they literally sent a hitman after him. But that hitman like, just this is, is already, a hired this gun. Is our, this has already happened. But that's a hired gun. If they if he yes, kills everyone, who's gonna hire someone to send him? 
You see what I'm saying? How, how does he, how does he kill the entire corporation? He single hand. Remember what Malvo did? He walked into that building and killed everybody. So just go through each floor. Okay. And okay. kill. Oh my god. Okay. So so you're saying that he goes through each floor. This is a high rise building. You could see out his window. He was high up there, and just kill. And and word doesn't get up to the top floors. Maybe you start at the top, work your way down. And word doesn't get out to the bottom floors. That does, but you just do your best. You're Mike fucking Milligan. Call up Freddy. How do you even have... Call up Freddy how Kitchens. Even, how do you even have that many ammo? Like, you this, this is a terrible idea. He... Just one bullet a person. He, he, he's he's going to be relegated to, to being a nobody. I disagree. See, we have... It's and, all about and, and he might he might quit. It's all about he might quit, but but Kansas City is not letting an ex hitman black man become management. That's just not happening. So he lost all of his power. Now now he has to. He's being told to shave his head, change how he dresses. The guy he's the just guy saying update almost, your look. The guy, you're, the guy almost pulled pulled his his little thing out. It's like, a bolo no one, no tie. Like this is West no, Texas. Come on now. No one talks to Mike Milligan like that in the real world. But in Kansas City, he cleans his boss's shoes. That's Mike Milligan's life now. And I just think as soon as he adjusts, and and, and you're like, I mean, I would clean shoes for a four hundred one k. So maybe th- that's your mentality. Is if they give health if they give insurance. me a health insurance and a four hundred one k health insurance. Yeah, this is. I I was half right. Mike Milligan's life is over. He's basically mm-hmm. dead. We know whose life is definitely over. Poor Ed. Ed Blumquist. Poor Ed. Peggy too. Peggy. Peggy's seeing stuff now. Yeah, that shit was doesn't weird. bode well for her. That's what. Yeah. See, that's what. Half of this episode was fake shit. This is why this episode was stupid. How is how is half this episode fake? You had the fucking dream that old Molly's mom had that just like we saw Molly. Uh, I like seeing updated Molly. I miss me some M- Molly because I hated her in the season, but she's a little nostalgic. I'm nostalgic for that season. Wait, you hated a five-year-old who no. the season wasn't about? No, I just didn't give a fuck. I'm saying I hated Molly last season. You, you do have something against the Solversons. You, they are corny as the way, fuck, okay? Every step of the way, this person's going to die, this person's going to die. Oh, she's dead. You, you know, what did I say? Next, next episode, she's alive. Like... Solverson women are strong. And what's with the reading book butcher girl who becomes a part of the fucking family? What was she like a hostage that they were like taking care of and now she's just a fucking part of the family? Like what the hell? Yeah, she don't got a job. Her her job burnt to the ground. That's what, and she's like all it is is laundry and cleaning or something. I'm like is she getting paid for this or is she in protective custody? She gets- she gets free housing, she gets free food, and she's happy to do some babysitting. What's what's wrong with that? I know we found out the random thing about her gig. is that she's emancipated or something. Remember, like, why do we need to know that information, that detail? But we know that she's a uh, underage, emancipated minor or whatever. So I don't know. She's a little weird, but I, I, she looks very happy to me. 
And Molly looks very happy to have I feel her like there. in another world, she's the type of girl you would have been into, Steven. If Molly's happy, I'm happy. Just saying. I'm just saying, if Molly's happy, I'm happy. Molly, she ain't say no words this episode. I don't think she hugged. Yeah, she did. When? When she hugged maybe the girl, when she was like, when her dad came home, and I think, oh, she hugged her dad. I think that's... She the- hugged her grandfather. And then... She ran into that that girl's arm. That's what I, that's what and I she, thought. She had yeah. this big old smile on her face, and that's the extent. If Molly's of, happy. I'm happy. Maybe you need to marry Molly, okay? But uh, I still don't know. Uh, when is Luke gonna get shot? I thought this season. I kept fucking waiting on Luke to yeah, get shot. Yeah, that, that didn't make any sense. Luke needed to get shot, but he never did. And how did he I was, not I was waiting find for Hansel? Like he was right by the car, and then he just lost him. What? Well, I don't think that's too hard. He got distracted by old bad cop. <laughs> Hansel. Han- Hansel is like known to be the slippery Swifty. and like undetectable. That's his like forte. <laughs> it's unclear if Hansel actually went inside the supermarket. No. According to Lou, he never actually stepped foot in the supermarket. Yeah, but how would Lou know? Because it was locked. So I think it just never got it, unlocked. I mean, how did Lou get in? He shot it or something. You know what I mean? Like he opened it. I don't. I, I think it's unclear because that's a pretty obvious uh, thing to be able to decipher. If the door is locked when you get there, no one else went but, in. But we. He didn't say the door was locked. All he said was he's not here. But Peggy locked the door, and he said he never came into the store. He said that specifically. You're, 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 he did say that. You're assuming that the door is locked. We, there was a whole You know deductive scene. reasoning? There was a whole scene of Hansel in the store. That's what I told you. Crazy fucking scenes. That was the second 10-minute scene don't, that didn't need to be we, in the we show. Don't, we don't know... Clearly, Peggy was making up the smoking out. I think Hansel was in the store. I disagree. He just left. He tried to open the door. It was locked and he left. So you know more than Lou, who was there. I saw it with my own eyes. Hansel in the store. You also saw Hansel fucking smoking them out with your own eyes. No, we never saw that. Yeah, we we saw smoke coming in. we, we We saw smoke. We never... we. We never saw Hansel do that. It was just Peggy saying he's smoking us out. So was there smoke in there? We saw Hansel. There? No. So why was Hansel in there if smoke wasn't in there? Because those are unrelated. No. Hansel came in, that tried to open the was door. was Peggy's imagination. The smoke was. What was happening inside was. But no, it was him jerking walking, on it, all that. Hansel walking through was not yes, her imagination. Yes, it was. It was just them adding that because him he had at some point had to come. Like, um, Lou was not. If Lou was in the grocery the grocery store the entire time, that'd be one thing. But he clearly wasn't. How do we? So not, how can he? We don't know that. How can he was outside? We saw him shoot at Hansel outside. And then Hansel ran. And then he, and he then, met up with the and other. And then he cop. lost. And then he lost Hansel. So how does he know where Hansel went? Because if Hansel went the other way, because do you not know the way Hansel ran off, the market was the other way. So then I feel like... Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
please don't lie to my face where you know the direction of the market. I am a man. Okay, okay. we oh, have on, great hold directional. On, hold, on, hold on, I can hold read on. a compass. We we can we can have a discussion about this, but don't lie to my face uh, and know that that the grocery market was one way. It or the was because they went we, around it, the it corner was, this way, and Hansel went back. That went yes. Oh, okay, I, I think Hansel was in the grocery market. There's. Lou, Lou saying he was never here has nothing to do with whether he was there or not. Hansel, Hansel was literally, if we remember a few episodes ago, Lou was searching the house, uh, Peggy and Ed's house. Hansel was waiting outside while they did that. Like Lou was searching Lou, Peggy and Ed's house. When? Um, after Ed and Peggy took um dodd okay um hank was down there and he he got hit in the head he was knocked out lou came no not when dodd was there afterwards right after egg and peggy left lou showed up got hank saw what had happened and then they drive away and as they drive away we see hansel in the background next to the house in the dark I think that was a fake shadow. No, it wasn't a shadow. They've been putting Hansel all over the place. Hansel. But my my point is, Lou has no clue where Hansel is or isn't. I uh, he just Lou, shot Lou at the walked man. in and missed and then lost him. So how can you say that Lou knows Hansel's exact moment if he lost the man? Uh, that's that's my point. Can we talk about how? The person who did the most damage to this vicious man is Peggy Blumquist. Stabbed him and the hot co- burned his face. True. The only person. This man has killed at least 50 people. And the only person to get a scratch on him is Peggy Blumquist. True. Like that seems so unrealistic. Dodd scratched his heart. <laughs> I still don't know why he went after Dodd. And then the fact that he didn't finish Peggy and Ed off. He went after Dodd because Dodd is an idiot. But if he And the man was there to save him and he called him a half breed. But it's called Stockholm syndrome. You fall in love with your uh, you know the guy abusing you. It happens all the time. Clearly this clearly this isn't one of those situations. I know. I'm just saying it's statistically it shouldn't happen how it happened. And then I'll, oh, so so statistics. You're saying statistics say that a majority of people fall into Stockholm syndrome. I believe so. Yes. This is you. You're just pulling stuff out of your ass. I don't know that for sure, but I would believe so that majority of people, yes, do fall for their captors. Let's we can do a quick okay, so, search. So hold on, Let's do hold a quick on. Search you. I'll do a quick search. This 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 make believe fake set. That is Fargo. You understand the directions of where things are and what the street names are and the zip codes and all that. I know all. Now you're a majority of people fall victim to Stockholm syndrome. This this makes no sense. I mean, you only need 51% to have majority. I agree. That's that's far from what it actually is, which is probably like two. You're right. You're right. It's only 8%. Uh, of course I'm right. 8%. Of course I'm right. That makes no sense what you're saying. 
It makes no sense. I'm not even trying to claim that I know the statistics. All I'm claiming is what you're saying. I'm willing to put myself it's out there. Crazy. I'm willing to put myself out there. Okay. It just what you're saying makes absolutely no sense. I was. I I feel like too. People eventually. That's why domestic violence is such a high rate. I feel like because that's what I'm considering Stockholm syndrome. So the statistic I did is FBI and hostage situations, which not really is kind of like the is not what i'm talking about i'm talking about people being abused and fall like whether it's child abuse sexual abuse domestic violence i know this isn't where this podcast going but those type of abusers that like loving their abusers as in stockholm syndrome and it's definitely higher than eight <laughs> percent okay we literally have no idea i know but you know it's higher you, than, ha you yeah. have no no, no, it's I don't know that. Make a guess. I, I, I don't guess. know that. Make a guess. Make a guess. I would guess seventy five. Some something like fifty percent of all marriages end in divorce. Clearly, Stockholm syndrome isn't a thing. I mean, eventually you leave because half of because half of marriages end in divorce. I mean, yeah. So so people are getting out, but most so of them no, that I, stay I don't married are I, I don't domestic. I don't think it's eight percent. I don't think it's eight percent. I disagree. And and. The reason why Hansel killed Dodd is because Dodd was a racist. I mean, is that character and Dodd, even white? And, and, I feel like they should have got a more fair-skinned character. Of course Dodd was white. Nah, I feel like Homeboy and Burn Notice, he usually plays a little mixed characters of some type of different not white. Okay, okay, hold on. Dodd Gerhardt. Multiple generation in North Dakota is white. But when we're talking about percentages, North Dakota, probably 99% white. Yeah. I'm talking about Jeffrey, Jeffrey Donovan, the character, the actor who played. I, I'm saying, what are we led to believe? We, we're led to believe he is white because he's in North Dakota. Yeah. All right. He's Irish. That's white. That's white. Yeah. Yeah. But and Hansel, Hansel was trying to get out. The only reason Peggy got him was because he was trying to get out and never come back. And Lou and Hank just happened to be there at that time and spooked him. And, you know, what about in the his second time? Small, in, in his in his you know five seconds of vulnerability, Peggy was able to get him. Second time. That's 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 the only five seconds that man's been vulnerable in his entire life. Second time, she got him again. Uh, I mean, Hansel Hansel didn't have the surprise like the whole the whole place was getting shot up. He was the reason. If if if, if that was Hansel or if it was someone else, whoever opened the door was getting hot water splashed in the face. It could have been Lou. Like Peggy, Peggy was just going to throw at whatever. I'm, I'm surprised Peggy didn't throw it early and just hit the back of the door or something. Why didn't like, they take the cop's gun and shoot him? What they didn't want another murder on their hands? No, because they're not. That's not how they think. She bashed him in the head face with a shotgun. I'm just. I don't think that they thought this through. It was just hot water. Like I, uh -uh. Peggy's not. A, Peggy's not a killer. Ed and Peggy are not trained killers. They're just running for their lives. 
So does Hansel. And they got that poor man dead. Tipitopololi knew Hansel's name. So is he just free, roaming the world? And did he say he need plastic surgery? Like, is he this well-connected? Well, the guy who he was talking to at the end, I think, was connected to the Gerhardt family. Yeah. And then, so, he knows that Hansel was involved. Presumably, Hansel's saying, like, I got out. And it's just me left. And so, he got a new identity. And it seemed like he was asking for plastic surgery, yeah. <laughs> but, like, he, he worked for the mob that ran North and South Dakota and Minnesota. So presumably he's pretty well connected. Fun fact. I was actually reading about this episode afterwards and while Hansel, Hansi was, Hansel was getting, I was talking to that guy. We saw those two deaf kids get beat up by those two other kids. Um, Apparently, the showrunners want the showrunners uh, put that in there. And who Hansel saved? He saves those two deaf kids from getting beat up. They become Mr. Numbers and Mr. Wrench from season one. Who are Mr. Numbers? Oh, really? Yeah. Ah, that's like the plant. Ah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I fuck with it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like it too. Do you think he just cut those kids or killed them? Knowing Hansel, he probably killed That's them. What I'm, but I'm like, they were only like 17. Because you remember how you were saying he had this sympathetic thing. He doesn't kill, blah, blah, blah. And then he went around just killing all random people. Well, because his whole life changed. I... He, he had a life-changing moment. Of course, he's, he's going to be different now. Now he has killing kids, killing random old men in cars who just... He's, uh, he's Two-Face from Batman now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's going to come out in season four or something. That's the, uh, you either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. But, That's going to be a quote from Hansel in season four. Uh, he's gonna have a new family. He's gonna be the good guy, always smiling. No, no, I think I think Hansel is incapable of emotion here on forth. He he displayed it for five seconds, and it got him stabbed. I mean, yeah, a little bit. Ugh. I'm I'm sad. Okay, so let I I, I want to talk to you about how poor Peggy. Not only is her husband dead. Right before he died, he said, I want to divorce you. I know. <laughs> so she doesn't even get to die thinking that <laughs> they had this magical love and they just... No, he wanted out. <laughs> and then he died. His final words were, I hate you. <laughs> and I told you, she actually liked him. I told you. She... It didn't seem like it, but she <laughs> fucked with Ed. And it turns out... She, she, she fell in love with him. Through all of this, Bonnie you know, it's like it's like what they say, you know, it's you if you're up in, in like some tragic accident or some dramatic situation with someone, you like them more yeah. because I think that's what happened to Peggy. And it was the opposite for him. He's like, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted my butcher shop and my hamburger helper and you cannot give that to me. I love when he's just like, you just. 
you just always want to fix things and it doesn't need <laughs> fixing. Like, uh, she didn't say actualize. We've been saying that from episode one. Yeah. She didn't say actualize one time this episode. I was very surprised. Not one time. Hmm. She did call herself. My, probably my favorite scene, though, was uh, when she was in the car with Lou. And Lou was driving her back to North Dakota. And um, she says, if he just hadn't come out in the middle of the road, I'm the victim, too. And Lou was like, the victim of what? Which is like, and she was like, oh, you're a man. You I loved understand. her monologue and Lou had to mansplain and interrupt her, bro. What the hell? She literally killed people. One. People are dead. She killed one. People, people are dead because of her. There is no, like, it's hard to be a woman and you killed people. But she was giving like, her sorry, point sorry. of view. You can't let the woman just express her feelings about just her life. Like, yes, Rye Gerhardt's death was a fucking... But that's a manslaughter charge. At the end of the day, that's okay. Then she kidnapped Dodd. That's what I was going to say. What are they going to try her? Because she could blame almost everything on Ed, and he's dead. She kidnapped Dodd. They don't know that. Could have been Ed. She was under police custody, and she knocked the police out. Yeah, that is one they could definitely get her for. But at the same time... I mean, if you have a, I know the whole police station is dead, but they had a deal with them. The other man, the other man um, who was coming after her in her basement, she killed him too. But that's self-defense. It's on your property. Peggy is a murderer. Oh. Let's just get that clear. She killed people. If if not directly, indirectly. Mike Mike Milligan, I don't think he ever pulled the trigger. He clearly killed people. See, if you're Lou, okay, how many of these people are good people that are dead? He keeps saying people are dead. How many are good people besides the cops that she had nothing to do with? I mean, what do you mean by good people? It, like what So you're so you what your your argument here now is they deserve to die. No, we're all going to die at some point. But actualize Peggy she took out a mobster and then took out a whole mob family. I think that's kind of good for the community. I'm sorry. You you don't get to take out dozens of people, like you're saying, mm-hmm. and then call yourself the victim. See, I, the, woman, the woman drove over someone and just went home. She didn't drove over them. She drove into them and left him in the car. And she, to, remember, she, she, she didn't even kill him. Ed killed him. At the house. So she technically gets what? She gets a fucking not even hit and run because she didn't run. She just, she, yeah, she hit yeah, a guy. She, she, we didn't she even did realize run. this. Peggy does not have any murder charges. Okay, hold on. It's, it's, it's a hit and run if you hit someone and then leave this crime scene, which is what she did. Which so is it's a hit and run. But that's like, I can get a hit and run for a fender bender. That's not jail time. It is when human beings are involved. That's just. But the human stayed with her. She she she, she didn't hit, but she she ran from the crime scene. Okay, she fled the scene of an accident. She hit. No no no, of, of a manslaughter. The guy did. 
didn't die on her watch. Remember, we have to remember he was that. Practically dead. You can't say practically. The man was healthy enough to fight bear size Ed Blomquist. Oh my god. See <laughs> now, now Ed Blomquist is a bear. That is a big Come old on. man. That, that's not a big. That's a big old. That's a big old pillow. Is what Ed Blomquist is. It's not a man. But see, we always think Ed killed some, or Peggy killed someone when she actually didn't kill him. She didn't. Okay, but, but okay, you understand that the way the law works is if you direct someone to kill someone, I am going to be according a to lawyer. according to the law, you're you're still gonna get charged with murder. Wait, for what she did? Yes. Why? Them together killed. She's an Robert. accomplice. Accomplice. Who still gets tried with murder? It's an accomplice, but you just a witness. But at the same time, she wasn't just a witness. I also, she ran the man over, and then and then she kidnapped Don. Went into him. <laughs> she she kidnapped Don. But if someone comes to your, that's what that's what is the federal kidnapping and taking him over state lines. That's where they fucked. I think that's the only thing that got fucked. They're, they're, fu- they're fucked nine ways to Texas, okay? If you make a deal with the cops and you have it in writing, remember, he, I know they're all dead, but they agreed to the deal. They can't help that they were stupid enough and all got murdered. <laughs> like, Remember, they're going back to North Dakota. Peggy's right. going to spend the rest of her life in a mental institution because she's seeing things. Yeah. She's actualized. She's uh, uh, harmed to society. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, her, her, her best friend or her, her work friend is dead. Slash girlfriend, future. Everybody who comes in contact with her, dead. Constance, that's an innocent victim who died. We finally can name one. Sorry. Everyone else was a mobster, literally. They were. I'm sorry. The uh, bear's son was not a mobster. He's not dead. He's in jail. Remember? He's going to take over the family 401k when he gets out. (laughs) Simone, not a mobster. Simone, yes. She deserved to die, though. Yeah. You don't trade on your entire family and get to get off... A, a lot of people are dead. A lot of mobsters. Very few of them deserve to die. Buffalo guy didn't deserve to die. That was my... Well, of course he deserved to die. Why? He came in and he was literally like, it's my house now. And he was going to rob them. He's not saying he's it's my take, house. He's saying, fuck this family. Gonna, I'm going back to Buffalo. He was going to take what he could and then... No. I would. There's, there's no, there's no universe where he survives that, that whole thing. Man, Mike Milligan was an ass for that though. What happened to the kitchen brother now? What do you think? Mike, Mike Milligan wants power. That was a, a display of his power in front of and no he, one. He, you got to go do it in front of. And people. he gave it, he gave it all up. No, no more schnitzel. No more stews. Now, now he just gets to. To lick the backs of stamps and put them on postage, and that's his job now. I feel like you don't understand the security this man has now. 
I feel like you don't understand. Kings don't worry about security. They don't worry about health insurance and 401ks. I guess he's not a king, but the president of Haiti, he was said, I'm, I, there's been assassinations on my life for months. Lo and behold, they assassinated him in his sleep. And I'm sure when he died, he wasn't thinking about his 401k. <laughs> Positive. <laughs> You are hating on the 401k here. You are Mr. <laughs> who wants to retire by 40. <laughs> but you're the one who's talking about how this is such a great deal. It's it's a terrible deal. Because I'm you could see the disappointment in his face. Of course, because he doesn't I just feel like a mobster is thinking only mobster. Now he can go into civilian life. Like if you could make the only reason you became a mobster is to make money. And that's why the guy, what did he say? Money is Again, the only it, it language. Had, it, had, it, had nothing, it had nothing to do with money. He wants power. Okay, yes. but you Kansas City just wants money because they're a machine that just wants more money and management wants more money and money this and more money. And, but that's not Mike. I, I think mobsters want money and power equally. Clearly not. He, it was shell shock. You're, the man was in, he was shell shocked about the whole situation. He just clearly he not. clearly thought he was getting a parade, and a coronation, and he was just in shell shock. That's all it was. This this was a, a demotion. He he was he was the head coach of Alabama football, and now now he's the paper boy for the New England Patriots. What? No. He he was he was king of the land. And Alabama, now he's the paper boy for a professional team. No. What, That's what he is. He was the head scout he, he might, of recruiting he sa- for Alabama. He might, make the sa- he might make the same money. That's, you know, good for him. You know, it's a less stressful job. You don't have yeah. all these critics coming at you. you. You know, I'm sure the Patriots pay well in the 401k. But he's never going to become Rob Kraft. Come on now. He's never going to become Bill Belichick. If he kills Bill Belichick. The best he the best he can hope for is instead of the paper boy, he's the janitor. That's that's the best he can hope for. See, he, but you know, he went, same money. He went from director same of scouting money. to in the front same office. Money. He's in the front office of a professional team now. He was at a college team, director he, he, of scouting. He's, he he's the assistant to the assistant of someone in the front office. Okay, now. it's okay. He's a few doors down. But it, he was the he was the head coach, and now he's the assistant of the assistant. But do you know he wasn't even in the, in the same league before? He was playing a whole different game. No, he wasn't in the same league. He was the top of his league. Yeah. And now, now he's the assistant of the assistant. Yeah, in and a, in an the, entire the best, league. The best he can hope for is being the assistant of the assistant. So would you rather be an assistant coach in the G League or in the front office of the NBA? Or the head coach. I'd rather be head coach I'd, in the I'd G rather League. I'd rather be. I'd, ra- I'd rather be the best coach in the G League. I'd, I'd rather be. I'd rather be Alabama football's coach. No, that's not. What as we're as about. opposed to that's no, it's a different about. league. It's it's a different league. I'd rather be the coach of of Alabama than some no name in in some then to be NFL's front office. the assistant to the assistant GM of the Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes no. for the next ten years. He, he's he's the assistant to the assistant of the paperboy. Who, who works for the assistant of the assistant of the GM. Still, for the Kansas City Chiefs, and you're for yeah. a low-level Alabama. Alabama. 
just say that. Yeah, I, I, I I'd, I'd much rather, I'd, I'd much rather be the king of Alabama than be someone who the the fans don't even Wait, know me. Why don't we? Why don't in, we just say it like it is? Or Kansas City. You're the king of North Dakota State because that's actually what you're the king of. You know where Carson Wentz went? Carson North Dakota. Okay, I'm the king. Not of North Alabama, Dakota. which be, both are horrible. I'd, Alabama. I'd rather be the king of North Dakota. I'd rather be the king of North Dakota where everywhere I go, people know me and all they respect me and, and, and they give me whatever I want. All 10 of them. Then, then the assistant to the assistant to the paper boy who's, who reports to the assistant to the assistant of the GM. Uh, I'm working for Patrick Mahomes, okay? I don't, I don't like seeing inbreeds everywhere I go. You're not working for Patrick Mahomes. You're, you're serving coffee to the, to the guy who serves coffee to the guy who serves coffee, to the guy who works with Patrick Mahomes. Hey, to, and meanwhile, 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 please um, uh, shave your, your dreads. That's okay. We don't we don't we don't do that here. Well, actually, it's twenty twenty one, but in the seventies, you know, let the seventies. We don't we don't we don't we don't we don't do that here. If you could if you could also change your skin color because we don't do that here either. That's the mentality of Kansas City. Hey, I've been there too. I've been blue before. You got to take what it does to get the job done. All right, Steven. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. I, I'm not hating the player. Mm. I am hating the game. I'm saying he, he got a raw deal. He got a raw deal. You know my parting, most annoying line Lou gave to me that I hated? What's that? When, what is the other stupid cop, the bad cop's name? I always forget. I forget his name, yeah. But he was just like, I don't even know how to write this up. And like, you know, he looks for Lou for some great advice and start from the start. Oh, yeah. Work your way to the end. That's great advice. It's like, go fuck yourself with that. He literally says those corny ass shit. They're like, thanks, buddy. That's great advice. Thank you. It's like, how am I going to ever do this? One step at a time. Thanks, buddy. That helps running a marathon to it. Like, all right, great motivational speech here. Like, when you when you're talking to kindergartners, you got to start small. And and in the in the policing realm, that guy was a terrible cop. He was a terrible cop. But this is what I'm expecting. It's like, I don't even know how to write this up. Yeah, this was a crazy day. Like, you know, like, say something inspirational. Like, hopefully we can learn something from this. Hopefully. You know what I mean? Like, don't sit there and be... What is there to learn? Everyone's dead. Okay, how about, you know, in all tragedies, we just try and look at... We made it through the other side, and at least we can tell the story to be, you know what i mean like something okay, okay some silver on, lining hold on. Hold over on. here so, okay so if, if the guy said how do i write this up and lou responded by saying we just got to look at the bright side you wouldn't have been like that's so corny he didn't even well, answer the question really? he was asking because how to write that it up. blanket statement and no you he, you just don't like lou the guy was not literally saying how do i write this the guy up? he was just like mentally the guy was like, saying how do i write how, this up how, one step at a time. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. But start it's, from it the is, start. It is worth, could you be more corny? It's, it's, start. It, it's worth hearing that reminder, especially in moments like this. And I would rather hear something like, in all great tragedies, we just have to understand 
that hopefully we can come together after this. Something, you know what I mean? Like just the man just needed a fucking shoulder, not literally just start from the start and work your way Who's to the Who's not going to be this this terrible cop's shoulder to cry on? They just went through. Go, go find someone else. That's not Lou. You just said through tragedies. Are you kidding me? You grow together. They're friends. Well, they're going to meet up for coffee in season three and go talk Lou about this. Lou hates the man. But he still the went man, through a tragedy. They're the only two surviving officers. Lou. Oh, there's there's Hank. Don't, don't forget about oh Hank. Oh, my God. Lou alive. did it through his. I, how is he alive? This is so lame. Lou, Lou did it through his grit and his smarts. The other guy got knocked out by Peggy. The only reason he's still alive is because he was presumed dead. <laughs> presumed dead. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah. I didn't like that from. Lou. Of course, I don't like many things from Lou, but I just start from the start, work your way to the end. Thankfully, thankfully, we got Hank creating a new language for us. Once he can figure that out, then the world will be a better place. Because death won't be in the language, and so there it, it's removed from the culture. That's the language the African dude was speaking. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm like both of just, we didn't need that. I mean, we didn't need Peggy or... Miss Salverson to walk into his room, which means we didn't need the last four minutes of the show to explain what was in his room. It's just, it's part of the story. It's 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 a true story. It is. You got to tell it the is. story. It is. It is. The man was trying to come up with a new language. Because miscommunication. I, I get it. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it makes sense. But a language still isn't going to allow people don't communicate and they know the same language so maybe maybe because they don't know how to communicate in the language that they have so learning a whole new language is going to help them to communicate even though they yeah yeah uh, uh, it it was just like it okay lou all right I, all right y'all have no foreign people in this town <laughs> Fucking Lou with the uh, shapes. Yeah, Lou with the shapes. Uh, I'm just glad Hank, Hank with the shapes. Hank, sorry, they're fucking. I'm, I'm just glad Lou's alive, Betsy's alive, Hank's alive, Molly's alive. Molly's gonna get to have two parents. Of course, Molly's. Alive. Well, not for long. Bazinga. You've been calling it all season. Uh, Let's just for the for the record, for the record, a woman was given a life-threatening cancer diagnosis. My my partner JD at the beginning of the season said she was going to die, the most obvious thing ever, and then she didn't even die. <laughs> I can't be right. In the, I mean, I just don't see the reason of keeping her alive. It just. Makes it more another another one bites the dust. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Add more sympathy to the show. Oh, but it was I. I enjoyed how this season ended. These episodes were just every episode was so bad in terms of just slow and just it was more of a story and act like that's what I look at all shows now from a different perspective, less from enjoyment and more from like. 
And it feels like there's a lot more dialogue. Like the characters, the actors really wanted to, you know, develop their characters and... Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think in, in terms of character development, this season had a lot more of that as opposed to last season. Mm. If, if we last season still had the best scene ever. Malvo? Which was Malvo in that guy. Oh. <laughs> no, Mal, Malvo when he taped that guy to the bike. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Oh, yeah. See? <laughs> the so, best oh. scene ever. But there, there wasn't much character development. I didn't need that because the guy we met, the guy died in like two episodes as soon as we got. To- I'm just saying this was this was a different type of season. Yeah. I I enjoyed it. It wasn't as in your face as first season. There was there weren't characters as just like full of of evil like I like that Malvo and Lester. I mean, it, the whole boy, the trader, was full of evil. He had a ransom note, and then he thought he was going to get more money than well, Malvo. He was he he was just trying to get money from a mobster. That man wasn't. He wasn't full a of good evil. guy. See, that's what I'm saying. Now he's a good guy. He no, he's not a good guy. He's not full of evil. Okay. I mean, Lester literally sent his wife, his second wife, into the shop. Told her to put his jacket on because it's cold. Put the hood on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just so she was more like him because she because he knew Malvo was in there and was going to kill her. Like That's what I was saying. Pure Good people died evil. in that show season. Pure evil. Yes, because there were people who killed good people. Exactly. This one just mobsters died. Peggy gets off. She's good. You hated Peggy more than Lester, and I don't like it. But but, no no I, I I if we look back, I I had some pretty disdain for Lester. But you hated Peggy from the, the get go. I think that's what it is. But Peggy Peggy clearly is not safe for society because if she runs anybody over, whether it's a gangster or a grandma, she's just going home. She's just going home. She's gonna find another man. She's going to convince him to do all of the dirty work. And Pe- Peggy is just a trouble magnet. Poor girl. Which is why she needs to be locked up. Yeah. But I'm, I'm excited for season three. Just like I have no idea what to expect. I'm excited for season three. I have no idea what to expect either. Mm. I'm really excited. New cast. New cast. Hopefully we get more of Molly. I'm, I'm good on Molly. Yeah. I'm good. Baby Molly. All right, Steven. Wrapping up. It's good. That's it. When are we going to be back? We're going to take a few weeks off. Yeah. Someone has a birthday tomorrow. My birthday. I don't know what that means, but yeah. But yeah, I guess I get. We'll come back in August. First week of August, we'll drop season three. How about that? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. All right. All right. Bye, JV. Bye, Steven. Love you. Love you too, kinda.